Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 41 of the Hardly Millennial Podcast, where we are young, dumb, and full of... Opinions. Opinions. Yes, yes we are. As always, my name is Adam Hansen. I'm Matthew Lynn. And welcome, guys. Uh, we're going to jump right into it here. Uh, to wait, get s- wait, mm-hmm. hold everything. I don't want to jump into it yet, Adam. Oh, okay. okay. I want to do something... That you'll probably never hear me do again all year long. I want to talk about sports for a second, guys. Ah, uh, yes. Matthew's been uh, preoccupied. So there's a little thing going on right now. Uh, if you're not listening to this as it comes out, uh, it's March right now. Yes, it is. And that means March Madness. <laughs> it's Woo! the NCAA tournament, guys. Um, college basketball. I love it. I, I don't watch the season, but I love the tournament. Um, I filled my bracket out. I'm sure that all the rest of you did too. And uh, I hope it's going well for you guys. I'm very average so far. Uh, I've gone two and two. Um, you know, I just want to do a little recap for the folks that are into this. Mm-hmm. Okay, it'll only take a moment. But in the first round here, there's a lot of teams and there's a lot of Matches that happen between small teams, bigger teams, and uh-huh. a lot of upsets. Okay. And I was rooting on a particular upset here in the beginning, and I almost got it. Mm. And it was very tough for me this morning. Oh, no. Because um, I missed it by one fucking point. <laughs> uh, New Mexico. Ooh. It was New Mexico-Auburn. And my boys in New Mexico, shout out if any of you listen to this. You guys killed it. You tried so fucking hard to the end. <laughs> And it was rough. It was rough. I know. You're probably going to kill it next year. LSU killed it for me. They did great. Mm. I appreciated their efforts. Uh, Louisville could have tried a lot harder. I was very <laughs> disappointed. Um, yeah, Louisville didn't do so well. I gave, them, I gave them my hopes and my dreams. I was rooting for them. Um, I don't think they were up at any point in the game. Uh, it was rough. No. It was pretty much a slaughter. <laughs> So that was hard. But then recently, recently, there's been a little bit of new breath under the wings, folks. Florida okay. State took it from Vermont, Ooh. which was lovely. I appreciated that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. So we're two and two. Two and two right now. We're huh? not, not going to win the nation by any means. <laughs> we're not lighting anything afire here. But we're not last. Let me say, I had no clue how into the basketball tournament you were. So just so you guys know, (laughs) all morning I've been in my room listening to some relaxing music, working on some Hardly Millennial stuff. And every so often I'll hear from the living room, oh, come on, damn it, what the fuck are you doing? My favorite one is is when they get fouled when they shoot and they make the shot. I go, and one. (laughs) That's my favorite. Anyone who knows basketball will know what that means. Um, I enjoy yelling that out. Um, Yeah, get into it, man. I don't know. A few years back when I worked at UPS, Uh um, the guys I worked with, were very into March Madness. Yeah. And they had me fill out a bracket, and I just, I don't know, I saw the sparkle in their eye. I just loved it. I fell in love. And ever so, since, for the last, like, six years, I just, I, I do the tournament. So before that, did you have, like, zero interest in zero. basketball? Um, well, I was a or... Lakers fan for a while. I used okay. to watch a lot of Lakers games oh, back okay. in, like, the, uh, you know, the good old days. <laughs> right. Like Odom and Kobe and Jack uh-huh. and all them. Yeah. 
But um, like, no, not normally. I don't really follow a lot of sports. You live with me, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm not well, much that's, of a sports that's, guy. That's why I'm asking because I was very surprised as to your reaction. <laughs> it's on March the basketball Madness, game. man. So the cool thing about it is that it's youngsters. Right. They're in college and they're all fighting for an NBA contract. So gotcha. this is like the big tournament where they all get scouted. So oh, I see. It's not so much about winning the tournament. Uh-huh. It's about the young players like shining during their mm. game. So you get a lot of a team who did really shitty during the year. It doesn't mean they're going to do bad in the tournament. Right. They can turn it on and all of a sudden you get these upsets. Right. So it's all these players like playing their heart out and it's fun to watch. But ultimately the teams that always are like Duke, you know, mm-hmm. the ones who have a great system in place, a great coach and they work as a team. Right. You know what I mean? The ones who can pull it together and work as a team always win. But it's fun to watch two teams who are just trying to outshine each other. Right. Some crazy shit happens, dude. People fly <laughs> across the court, and it's nuts. I love it. That's crazy. Did you ever play basketball in school or anything? No, I was always very awkward. I didn't have good balance or anything like that. Mm. I was a funny kid. I was always out there, like, with the other dudes. You right. know what I mean? I'd be on the court, but, like, you never passed anything to Matthew. I see. No. I played soccer for a year on oh, an actual really? team. We went undefeated. Soccer's like the one sport because like I'm somewhere like I'm like a little bit into every sport a little bit you know but soccer was just one I could never get into. Oh really? Soccer's one of my favorites. I actually really enjoy I enjoy watching football and I've recently discovered within the last like couple years I actually really enjoy watching hockey. Interesting. I never watched hockey. Yeah, I I like tennis a lot. Tennis is fun, too. I like playing tennis. Oh, no. But I like to watch it. <laughs> oh, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. Well, we're going we're gonna to make a point then. Uh, uh, keep you guys updated every day with yeah. Matthew's bracket. If you guys watch NCAA, let me know. Yeah. Uh, because I'll, I'll talk to you about it. Yeah, I believe comments down below and you let us know like who you thought you were going to win or what uh, what upset you about the upsets. Oh gosh, it was so close. <laughs> I was ready to run up and down the stairs, dude. I was oh, gonna, it no. came down to one final shot and uh, fucking airballed it. I think I remember specifically you screaming at your phone at that moment because I remember you screaming something like, oh, come on. Like, he didn't even hit what the was rim, that? bro. He fucking airballed it. It was terrible. They could have tied the game, went to overtime, but they yeah. went for the win, which I appreciate. I love that. I'd make that choice every time. Right. But they just, they didn't do it. Ugh, so it sad day. Well, it I'm excited uh, for you to see how this all plays out. Yeah, I'll let you know. So far, my bracket's not blown up. Cool, cool, so man. We, there's still hope. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, uh, so be prepared for that for about the next month. Every day we're going to get a little bit of an update. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> some people some people are like, oh, but then there are people like, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so uh, to, to get started here today, guys, we uh, – we were looking at uh, topics to talk about, and what's happening in basketball was one of them. But there, there's something else that was happening too that we just read about that Google's coming out with their oh, own dude. like video game service. So I guess it's about two days ago now. Yeah, could be a, a long time ago by the time you listen to this. But um, like mid March of 2019, mm-hmm. <laughs> sounds funny to say that. <laughs> uh, Google announced um, Stadium. Yeah, which is, I don't, I don't know. I only spent about ten minutes looking into it. Okay? Yeah. But from what I read and saw, they're it's going to be a streaming service mm-hmm. similar to Twitch, where you're going to be okay. able to stream yourself playing games. But it's going to be 
also kind of like Steam or the PlayStation Store. Right. In that you can you can buy the games uh-huh. or you can I didn't actually see anything about buying games. What uh-huh. I saw, the payment that was, was that you pay each month for the service. Gotcha. So I don't know that you have to buy the games. Mm-hmm. But whatever it is, you can you access the games through the actual streaming service. Gotcha. So they kind of set you up from from getting the game all the way through playing, through showing everyone else that you're playing. Interesting. Whereas now you have to use separate entities for each part of that process. Right. Um, so that's pretty cool. Also, what was very intriguing, which I kind of don't believe in until I see it, mm-hmm. they claim that it's a cloud service. Right. So there is not any download times do they associated. Spe- do they specifically say that there's no download time? Yeah. Interesting. So they say that you can literally, you can go to YouTube uh-huh. and you can look up a game. And it's say it's all about let's plays, okay? Right. So let's say you find a let's play of a person playing a game, okay? Uh-huh. Moon Divers, okay. <laughs> so he's playing Moon Divers, right? Right. And you're like, damn, this game's really fucking cool. I want to play Moon Divers too. Mm-hmm. You'll literally be able to click a link or click a box or click something, and it brings you over to Stadium, and from there you are then instantly playing Moon Divers. Mm. You don't have to download it first. I guess you don't have to purchase it for it. You just click it and you're playing it i and then you can click again and you're streaming it i mean it's the idea sounds nice i just don't know how google i mean they are googled i mean i get that but like handling the bandwidth for that well they say they specifically put out a statement actually today Uh i didn't read the statement but i saw that they put it out (laughs) Uh that they are reassuring people that it will have good uh FPS frames per second, and right. it won't have any kind of lag. Mm, well. That's what they say. Well, I'm with you. I'll believe it when I'll I see it. I believe it when I see it, dude. Amazon owns Twitch, and Twitch is laggy as fuck. Because I look at I look at services that have done kind kind of similar things, in the, like uh, but usually it's just like with one game, right? So Pokemon Go, I think, is a perfect example of that, where you had all these people downloading this app from, you know essentially the cloud right. and being able to play this game. And this was downloading. This wasn't just accessing something from, you know, some website and they've had con and although it's a very popular game to play still, there's constantly been issues of people not being able to access it because there's just too many people overloading That's the, the server. That's what I want to see. Or is, yeah. Is it as, as streamlined as they say it is? Yeah. And that's, and that's just a, a fucking catch Pokemon app, you know? I mean, there's 200 million people yeah. who watch YouTube mm-hmm. regular, who are who are, you know, logged into YouTube, who have an account with YouTube. 200 right. million. Last year, they got 50 billion views Ooh. on the entire thing. Okay, right. so one would only assume that it's going to grow. Mm-hmm. Not sure it's going to at least stay the same. We're not right. planning on it shrink. So, will it be able to handle 50 billion? maneuvers clicks interactions in a year i don't know that's that's billions every month well and then that's like a billion a week yeah well and then you're talking about the kind of i mean i know they haven't like announced the kind of games they're going because they use they did mention in the article that they're going to release like their own games too right i think right now there's only word of one game that's going to be on it Okay. As of like right this second. Is gotcha. the only thing I found was one game that'll be on it. Okay. Now I don't know 
if that means that there's only one game that is mm-hmm. like a stadium original. Right. Like maybe it's going to be a Netflix kind of deal where uh-huh. they have all the other games, but then they have their own original games that they put out as well. Right. I think that's more what's going on. Because mm. they say you'll be able to play all the AAA games. Right. So it made it sound like it's more of a Netflix deal. They have all the ones available, mm-hmm. but then there's certain games you'll only be able to get through them. Gotcha. Which is genius if that's the case. Yeah, well, it's, it, I mean, it is a genius idea because one thing we hadn't mentioned either is that they have their own controller. That's going yes, to be associated there's something about you have to use their controller. So it's it's kind of this weird thing of like, I f- if it does well, I feel like this is kind of this switch over from console to like what consoles yes. are going to become. So there won't essentially they're trying to make it so there's no more boxes. Right. You don't have to actually have a box on your counter. And I could see other companies following suit with that. Yeah. So I totally see it. Yeah. Happening. So it'll be like instead of buying a PlayStation 4, you basically download the PlayStation app and buy a new controller. I think if that does happen, mm-hmm. that's going to seriously shift the big players in the gaming world. Mm-hmm. Because I think Right now, the ones who dominate are like Sony uh-huh. um, and Sony. And then there's also like Sony. Yes. Okay. So pretty much Sony dominates video games. Yes. And they they do that by making a superior box mm-hmm. to everyone else. They can put the best <clears throat> pieces inside their box and make it really fucking awesome. Right. Right. <laughs> Whereas Microsoft, which owns Xbox, is beloved by many. Uh-huh. Okay. It's a lot younger. But I think you're going to see it overtake mm-hmm. uh, Sony if it becomes a cloud system where where there's no more box involved. You just go online and your console's online. Right. Because Microsoft is the forefront of the cloud. Yeah. They, I think they invented it. Well, it's what what is, what is going to either launch them or kill them, I think, is going to just be what kind of original games that they offer under this Google platform because the reason why Sony dominates isn't just because of the hardware it's because they have games that are specifically only for Sony that people love playing that a lot of people gravitate towards Sony for I feel like the ones who really are the perpetrators of that are Nintendo like, mm-hmm. what really keeps Nintendo alive well, is their names. And I was just going to bring up Nintendo, too, because I, I would argue that. PlayStation shares a lot with Xbox. Well, now they do. Yeah, yeah. That wasn't always the case. True, true. So, and, I agree. And, micro, and whether they, like, share a lot for with Microsoft or not, the fact of the matter is you're, you, when, you're, when you have an Xbox, you're – your base at that point it's really just preference of like oh i like the controller better you know essentially are, when they offer the same kind of games what are some playstation only games like is final fantasy playstation only uh final fantasy is playstation only that might right. have changed now i, I think, think that might have changed i now think too. they do xbox also kingdom hearts i know used to be just sony and just this uh release of three Okay, They're now so allowing it on that. Are there any, like, big... Um, there's no, like, Zeldas or Donkey Kongs no, no. or Mario's. There's, there's a lot of games now that go back and forth, but the, what launched Sony to be the top dog is, were these games that are only for Sony. Microsoft doesn't really have anything like that. They had Halo, but Halo. they haven't released a Halo game in years. Thank God. You know? 
And then you're right that like Nintendo also the reason why Nintendo you know, lives on because of because of their Mario name. and yeah, Zelda. Their consoles and, are always inferior. Yeah, exactly. Always. They're a pain in the ass to deal with. Which is, I mean, I appreciate Nintendo mm-hmm. for trying to um, think of new ideas to be right. innovative. Okay. But you can't just be innovative with every single console that comes out. Like, Nintendo is starting to become notorious for being a pain in the ass to deal with. Their mm. systems are so different. Yeah. They're, they're designed so out there. And and they're janky as fuck. The fucking wireless doesn't work super well, at least in the beginning stages. Right. Well, Nowadays, was, it's better. I was going to say, I think we're seeing the end of that. I, I think Nintendo really nailed it with the Switch. They did well with the Switch, the, yeah. The Switch is really well. The games on the Switch no, are really took nice. No, it took them, you know, what, almost 10 years between the first Wii and the Switch? Almost 10 years, but, I mean, the Wii did phenomenal, though. The reason uh, why they kept releasing new versions of the Wii was because it was doing so People well. love to hate the Wii. People yeah. love to hate the Wii. It got the concept of, like, during a get together or a right. kickback you sit and play the Wii with your friends like right. it, it brought it into the the drinking having chips you know right. kind of world but it was so fucking janky mm-hmm. it was so hard to deal with that it took years the original Wii's I remember more people getting them mm-hmm. and complaining about them yeah. than saying oh I love the Wii right uh the Wii U got a little bit better mm-hmm. but it was still janky as fuck yeah, well, they were definitely the forefront as far as the um, the concept of like moving your action, having to move yeah, around, they're super and innovative that and stuff they're like great. that. But, but then you see like PlayStation came out or Sony move, came out yeah. with one product that, albeit, didn't really ignite. It didn't go crazy, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was still a superior product. It actually worked. Yeah, that's true. You know, so. I think that Sony is is well regarded the most for their actual hardware. Yeah. What what plays their games is usually in my opinion superior. Yeah. Well, and I agree with you, but I I do think the average person just looks at what games are offered on the system, which is why at this point going back to like Microsoft, I don't quite understand why there are still a lot of pe- like the only reason I could think of why people may still buy like an Xbox is because of, you know, some people, I've literally heard people, oh, I like the controller better, you know, and it's just, So it's tough because Xbox is very highly regarded in the gaming world. I agree. Mm -hmm. I'm a Sony lover. I grew up with Sony. I was already a young adult when Xbox really came out and got big. Right. You know, I was at least an older teenager. Mm -hmm. Um, I never got on the Xbox train. Yeah, I mean, however... I have heard many, many times in the past that, in general, it's regarded to have better graphics than really? PlayStation is. I don't know if the current iteration, if the Xbox uh-huh. One versus the PS4 is necessarily that, uh-huh. but I remember everyone always saying the 360 had better graphics than the PS3. Really? Yes. Hmm. So it's it's pretty well regarded in the in the actual gaming world, dude. Uh, I mean, I, I get that it's well regarded. It's just... I just feel like it's one of those things where it's like Apple, for example, right? You have a lot of people who just stick with all Apple products because they just decided I'm going to stick with Apple products, right? And I think with Microsoft, you have a lot of that too. People who constantly don't use the Apple products, but they use the Microsoft Windows. So I think that get you, the Xbox. I think you're right, uh-huh. but for I think you're right for different reasons. Mm. So I think that 
correct. It is kind of like Apple mm-hmm. in that I think the reason that people like Apple and stick with it is because Apple is generally regarded as a higher superior product. True. An Apple computer is <laughs> generally superior to a Microsoft computer. True. However, it's much more of a pain in the ass to deal with. You have to buy all of your adapters, yes. all of your software, everything from Apple. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you have to purchase every step along the way. Right. Whereas the whole point of the Microsoft is that you buy it and you have everything for it. Right. It's, it's much more convenient to work with, mm-hmm. which is why it won out for a long time. Right. But if you're truly a businessman trying to run like an actual business or make money or do things, mm-hmm. you would want a Mac. It's a yeah. superior product. Absolutely. I think generally that's the same idea with Xbox and PlayStation is that Xbox is actually on paper mm-hmm. a superior product. It plays faster, it runs better, mm-hmm. but it's a pain in the ass to deal with. Uh, it doesn't have the name behind it that right. Sony has. Mm-hmm. So once you buy a PlayStation, you're you're hooked up. They gave you the, the PlayStation store for free for a long time. I don't know if they still do, but for a long time, if you had a PlayStation, you got the PlayStation <laughs> store. Yeah. Whereas if you bought an Xbox, you, you had, had to, to buy the season pass to yeah. play anything online. So superior but more expensive and much more difficult to deal with. Mm-hmm. So I agree with you, but mm-hmm. just for those reasons. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's. I mean, it really is to each their own on that one, honestly. But yeah, I just me personally, I mean, I'm with you. You and I are angry at that. I wouldn't own yeah. a Microsoft Xbox or anything. I actually did have one for a little bit, and. Uh, I just got it from a friend who just wasn't using his anymore, and I had a couple games for it. And I did try to play it on there or whatnot, but I was just, I was so accustomed to Sony and the controllers and the Sony games and I've stuff been like a that. Sony I just, yeah. I, I always have too. Um, but I think that we're a dying breed. I think that if it goes to cloud gaming like this, that's mm-hmm. the future. Sony's going to have a hard time keeping up. Well, that's that's going to be the deciding factor. I mean, what I was saying to you earlier is, I mean, we'll see. Like I said, Google tried to get into the social media game, and they failed at that. You didn't even know what it was. I had no idea what was it was, Google Plus or <laughs> it was something? It called Google Plus. I was like, I've never even heard of that. Adam you know, said exactly. It's actually a shame because... I, because it's just one of those, if you had a Google account, you had Google Plus, right? Right. So I played around with it a little bit when uh, it first came out. And the concept of Google Plus was actually really cool. I did enjoy it, but it ju- it was just the interface and the, the way that they played it out. It just, but they, man, they tried to market it for like five years, five, six years. They really, really tried to get people. They never got my eyes to, to see sign it. up. Oh, man. I remember, like, they were constantly advertising for it, saying, hey, look, you could do this. I'd seen commercials on TV for it. But it's just when you had Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, nobody cared. They just, they <laughs> nobody cared to interact with it. You know, I but... don't know. I have really high hopes for this um, stadium. I, I do, too. Um, I think that, well, you know, a lot of my lifestyle revolves around YouTube. Right. Um, and if this is going to help ignite YouTube and make it bigger, mm-hmm. then I, of course I'm all about it. I well, think you're going to see a lot of YouTubers be real excited for Stadium. Well, that's what they were saying. There's, It's going to be in cahoots with oh, yeah. YouTube, Yeah, right? they definitely own the, yeah. both of them. Right. Yeah, they want to use them to make each other bigger. Right. Yeah. In- You'll be able to go from watching a Let's Play right. on YouTube to streaming the game on Stadium supposedly within 
a minute. Right. We'll see if that actually happens. Though. We'll we'll see what happens. I I hope they do well with it, but I don't know games games these days. It's just a. I don't know. I I honestly like. I have high hopes for it. I just don't think it's it's gonna do well. I think it's gonna be another Google Plus. I think they're gonna try. I think it's gonna fail. I think it's gonna. That's gonna be it. Nobody's gonna use it. I think. I think we're at this uh, point where people are so accustomed to just using YouTube and Steam and these other platforms, just like how everybody was accustomed to using the other social media platforms aside from Google. Well, think of it this way: if Amazon owns Twitch, uh huh. Okay. And now you have Google that's going to own Stadium, and yes. they want to compete with each other. So Stadium is more along the lines of what its mother company, Google, does mm-hmm. already. Twitch is very much in left field from what its mother company does, right. which is Amazon. They're in the market of selling. Uh-huh. Um, not grocery, but um, fucking there's a word for it. I forget. But they sell things. You yes. know, we all know what Amazon does. So if you have the company Amazon and you are focusing on growth and building in the selling things world, Mm -hmm. okay, and then all of a sudden you have this competition popping up for one of your subsidiary companies, one of the little guys underneath you that you own, Mm -hmm. are they willing to pump as many resources into competing, into making Twitch better? Mm Mm-hmm then Google is willing to pump resources into Stadium to make Stadium better. Google has a lot more to gain from winning the fight because right. they'll not only take over streaming, which they've already tried to get into in the last year on YouTube. Mm-hmm. They introduced streaming onto YouTube. That was to get ready for Stadium, I bet you. Mm-hmm. So they have a lot more to gain in being successful because it makes two of their companies grow. Right. Whereas... Twitch has enough following. It's it's the it's the granddaddy of streaming. It's the right. first one to really get big doing it. So there's always going to be a following there. Uh-huh. Is it worth it for that company to take focus off of trying to beat out Walmart and Fries and Bashes and they have a lot of heavy heavy competition in the grocery world. Mm-hmm. So my personal bet if I was an investor is that Amazon's capable of winning but isn't going to care as much about winning. And because of that, you have pretty equal resources. They both have hundreds of billions to spend. Google will spend more billions, I think. You think so? I think so. I think they have a lot to gain from this being successful. Well, only time will tell at this point. When is it coming out? Did it say at all? I don't remember when it's launching. Is it just a teaser? I hope that the next thing they do is a podcast service. Because I really think if Let's Plays are now getting big, Uh uh-huh. Um, I thought Let's Plays had been big for the last five years. Uh-huh. Apparently, I'm just part of a niche that's really into them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're starting to become super mainstream now. Right. Where, and I always think of mainstream, I've told you this before, it's when people who don't care about something know about it. Right. If, if I don't care about podcasting, which I uh-huh. do, but if I don't and I hear about podcasting, I start to know about it, it's now mainstream. Right. So I think that's the next one that's going to pop up. That's the next one that's going to go mainstream. And hopefully they'll make a, a fucking Google podcast service to compete with, uh, you know, iTunes. And, well, well, they have one. Well, they have Google Play, but... That's the same thing, though. I, I want, iTunes just has the iTunes store. They just have podcasts available. I want a specific 
subsidiary company that is dedicated to podcasting. Mm. You know, maybe they make their own, what is it, the SSR feeds? The RSS, RSS feeds. feeds. Maybe oh, they so make their own. you want them own. to make their own, maybe like, they... Podbean or their yes. own, like, Blueberry. That or... actually becomes the platform <laughs> as well. Gotcha. Yes. I, want, I think that's coming. I definitely think that's coming. I think it's probably in the works for multiple companies right now already. Well, I, I don't... I don't know if it would be if Google did come out with their own like podcast service like that. I don't see it necessarily taking off because they would have to work with a lot of other services. So right now what's nice with uh like sites like Pod Podbean or Cl- uh why am I blinking? SoundCloud. Yeah. SoundCloud SoundCloud's and Blueberry. Probably the biggest one. Yeah. And uh, Libsyn <laughs> is oh, big too. you have all the, you have all the podcasts on, you know, one third party platform and then you can distribute them out to different platforms that offer these the offer being able to stream podcasts. Well, Google, if they created their own like Libsyn and you put your podcast on there, would they allow you to distribute from Google and put it over on iTunes or one of their other competitors? Um, knowing the company Google, uh-huh. it's possible. Okay. iTunes, knowing the company Apple, absolutely not. Right. iTunes would probably make it a superior service. They'd have uh-huh. the fastest uh, RSS feeds or whatever. They'd have the greatest, t- but you would only be stuck to their platform. Mm. Google may choose to do it that way. It depends what makes more money. Um, But I could see a company like Google being more willing to share it. Mm. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Uh, Because Google tends to focus more on advertising on their platforms. The only reason they pump money into their platforms is to get more people to see the ads. Uh Ad revenue is like, a huge part of Google's company. Right. So I don't I mean, I don't know. I I think they'd be willing to share if they got a piece of the ad revenue. Right. Whereas Apple is not as much of an advertising company. They sell their technology. They sell right. their hardware. Uh so just different strategies to doing the same thing. Right. But I definitely think if anyone could do it, Google could do it. Yeah, I mean that's true. They've they've done a lot so far, but there has to be money in it, bro. It's not yeah. mainstream yet. You right. know, people don't know about podcasting unless they're in that niche uh-huh. or they create one. Yes, um, which that is definitely changing very fast. All that stuff's starting to come up more and more and more and more and become yes. more mainstream, just as you well, said. Essentially, I mean, what it is at its core is it's radio. Yeah, right? radio is coming back, mm-hmm. um, which is weird, in a way. Because we still have, quote-unquote, radio right. as well. But the the form of how we ingest the radio is changing. Mm-hmm. So no one listens to it from a box or in their car anymore. Well, and the difference, too, is the radio. I would argue that people still listen to things like radio or, you know, Pandora, Spotify, those other services to just that, listen to music, right? Listen to their favorite music. music. It's not Whereas, for talk shows. Exactly. Whereas podcast is the specific niche of this long-form the, conversation and the this, this storytelling, you know? Yes. The one that will never die, I think, is sports. Uh, sports no. You're right. talk shows, like mm-hmm. that kind of thing, will probably go on. Yeah. Um, for, but again, you'll find a podcast that talks sports mm-hmm. that you like. It has the three people. You know, maybe it'll be like a... Uh, 
after the game, they go to like Shaq and Fisher and the other yeah, dude, yeah, and they yeah. have that kind of. You'll have those guys, but they'll have a podcast, right? Well, and I, I would. That's probably going to take off even more too because we don't do it, but there's a lot of uh, podcasters out there who do live podcast, right? Right. So I, what I think is going to get big in as far as the sports world, I mean, and maybe it already is. You and I just aren't involved in that particular niche of podcast, right. but is everyday people like you and I who maybe they're just really really into football and so they do a live podcast service oh, where it's sure him and his that friend that, that just constantly you know and then I'm people sure can choose that. their own commentators like ooh I like but this person I like this until person until it goes mainstream mm-hmm. until you can sign a deal with Jordan and have him come on and make a podcast for you until you can make millions in every month with it right it won't go into its own platform it has to be mainstream first. Yeah. And that just simply takes time. Mm-hmm. Um, to us, to me and you, it's much more mainstream because it's a huge part of our life. Right. You know, but I think in the next few years, man, in the next two to five years, um, I think people are pulling away from videos mm-hmm. and they want to use their imagination again. Yeah. I don't know if I brought that up on podcasts before, I but I talked to Adam yeah. about it a lot. That. All the podcasts you see, man, they are they're Dungeons and Dragons. Oh yeah, you know there's they're adventure stories. They are mystery, murder, mm-hmm. uh, sci-fi. Like everyone tries to redo the Twilight Zone, right? Uh, or their interviews, mm-hmm. and that's all the things that radio used to bring us. Yeah, uh, and I don't know. I think it's more fun. It's almost like. Uh, I made the analogy to the to the naked girl and the girl in the bikini. Yeah. <laughs> the videos are the naked girl and the audio is the girl in the bikini. Yeah, It's, it's exactly. more fun to paint your own picture. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I, I totally get that. And, and I do agree with you. I, I think that is where we're going. I think people want to use their imaginations more. And I mean, one commonality I see amongst a lot of the podcasts that I listen to is – uh, there's a company called Audible that just focuses on audiobooks. Oh, cool. And they're usually sponsors a lot for these podcasts. And they're they're growing in popularity, too, just because of what you said. People want to use their imaginations now. People want well, to do. be told stories and things like that. And it's it's exciting. I've, I've always enjoyed the podcast world and things. And I do enjoy YouTube also. But YouTube's done... A, a really good job now where it's not so much to where it's not allowing people to use their imagination more. So it's allowing people to build communities. Everybody there's like now tons of communities that you can just basically look up and decide, I want to be a part of this one. Well, and there's no stipulation to getting into it. You can literally wake up one day and say, I've never been into gardening before in my life, Mm -hmm. but today I feel like being a gardener Mm -hmm. and I want to do this now. And you can literally get on YouTube and you can find two or three different channels that you love and become part of their community. And there's no application process. Mm -hmm. There's no monthly charge. Mm -hmm. There's nobody makes you work to prove yourself that you're part of it. You're just instantly accepted Mm -hmm. as if you were there the whole time. And if in a few days you decide, uh, gardening's not for me, I don't like it anymore. Right. There's no repercussion to just leaving yeah you can just never go back to those channels again Mm -hmm. you know what i mean it's it's anonymous when you want it to be and it's social when you want it to be Mm -hmm. you have power over how you want to act it's really cool Mm -hmm. it's you can't do that in real life in real life you're face to face with someone you have to fake it a lot even if if you go to someone's house to garden with them because you're into it 
and you get there and an hour into it, you're not liking it anymore. Mm-hmm. You can't just walk away. You're, you're at that person's house now. You have to have respect. You're, you're right. spending time with them. There's a lot of obligations involved. With YouTube, it's whatever you want at instant access, and you can leave anytime you want. Mm-hmm. There's no obligation. I've always thought that I wonder if YouTube, maybe not specifically YouTube, but just the act of some kind of video streaming service would break out into the education spectrum because of just what you said, where you can go on there and you can learn anything you want. But break out of the education spectrum in the sense of they can set up whatever kind of program or whatnot within these YouTube videos where you can go and be like, okay, I want to learn about astronomy. And you basically take an astronomy course and it's the series of videos, but you can have when you finish it. And if you have whatever tests or whatever associated with it to make sure you learn the material, have that almost act as a, as a viable, like piece of like doctrine saying like, Hey, I I went to school or I learned about this or I have a degree in this, but I, you got the education from some video streaming service, almost like online school, but a little more, more mainstream, a little more accessible. You could probably do something like that. Um, I think they already do that and just don't make it a YouTube thing. I think they already do teach a lot of videos and iPads and smart boards and stuff. They're putting a lot of technology into it. The issue that I think you come across with schooling, mm-hmm. um, at least in this country, and I would imagine any standardized country, is standards. Yeah. Um, you have to teach the same thing to every kid, regardless right. of how they consume it. Right. Um, so we don't look at the individual, we look at the whole group. Okay? Right. And we try to make the whole group as strong as the weakest person. Mm-hmm. So you would have to have the... The videos made by like a board of professionals, or you'd have to have every kid watch the same videos. Well, uh, not necessarily. I I look at it in the sense of, so currently you have like a school, right? And in that school you have the class English one hundred one, right. and there's five different teachers that teach English one hundred one. Mm-hmm. Now the source material has to be the same for the most part for all of those teachers, you know, based right. off of whatever the school decides. But yeah. the way that that teacher decides to go about teaching the subject is, well, that's subject to whatever the teacher wants to do. So I'm talking about like that on a larger scale with like video streaming. So these teachers would have, you can't just go on there and teach and then say, okay, I taught astronomy to people. Like you would have to be accepted. You'd have to go through a process to be a quote unquote teacher on this particular so just, platform. So you're just talking about like online school? Online school, but just but more set up in like a YouTube fashion. So like I've done online school before where you go somewhere and like they, but they assign you a teacher, right? You don't sit right. there and go, I want to choose this teacher. So if you create this platform where teachers basically will have more freedom to kind of teach the way that they want, maybe one teacher just does it where they stand in front of the uh, in, in front of the camera and talk to the camera for 20 minutes. Maybe there's another teacher that's more interactive and has little models they play with. Or I feel like maybe they must one already teacher do this. does. Well, they must already do that. I've, I've never seen or heard anything like it. I haven't either, but I also haven't ever finished college. You know, but, well, I but took... It I, seems so obvious. They have to be doing that already. No, nah, I, I don't think, like, on the scale of, like, YouTube. I mean, I've, I've taken online classes before, both in high school and college, 
And it was always just this, like you never got to uh, choose the teacher that you wanted to do. If it was online, it was like, okay, well, this is the teacher that does the online stuff. Right. Uh, More times than not, it was just a teacher standing in front of the camera for 10 minutes saying, here's how you add two plus two together, right? But it was all very mundane you know like i i feel like every t- any teacher you got it would just be the same thing of like two plus two equals four you know maybe right. they'd explain it a little bit differently but you wouldn't get any real variation but now let's say that you have somebody who does better learning in pictures uh-huh. so now here's this math teacher that you're finding on this platform that is uh, certified to teach on this platform that uses a lot of pictures and shapes and maybe animations to get their point across with math but maybe there's somebody else who they don't learn very well through that kind of stuff they do better when somebody's uh, going more into like the analyticals of all of it right or just right. sitting there and writing it and making notes so they learn better that way but now you have an option to choose like do i want to learn algebra one from this teacher or do i want to learn algebra one from this teacher as opposed to everybody only having okay you only get these choices and i think i think it's genius i just also think it's already being done i hope but so if it's not right fucking a get on it guys because right. that's i mean obviously it's a great idea <clears throat> and I maybe just, i really feel like you're you're describing online school well and maybe it's already being done but i i guess i'm just saying i think that it's that's going to become more mainstream where it's it's not going to be like oh i go to asu it's there's going to be like a youtube out there with different subjects that you can take different classes in with different degree programs you can do but instead of having five teachers to choose from you could have 500 teachers to choose from teaching that one subject and you get to choose the one that you want to take I, I've never heard of anything like that. It very well could be done already. But when yeah. I think of online school, I think of like what I just described to you, what I went through in college. And I just, I don't know. There must be, there has to be a reason it's not being done. There has to be a reason why the Amazon of schools hasn't come around and defeated brick and mortar schools. Well, I, I think and it's just because of money. I think it's just because of how much money these schools no, make off of tuition. It's, it probably has to do with some kind of laws. There must be some kind of laws, education or standardization laws that protect brick and mortar schools, mm. um, like the public school system. Right. Because there's already private schools that do what you're talking about on mm-hmm. a smaller scale for right. just their school. Uh, what I guess what you're more talking about would be like a grand online university, a grand U- – like the yeah. University of YouTube or mm-hmm. something. They would be the school and right. they would offer – all these teachers and all these things to everyone. Mm-hmm. Well, that's so obvious. You could charge people $100 a month or whatever, and they would love to pay that and do that. Right. But there has to be some kind of laws or something that's protecting that from happening. Maybe. Because otherwise, they're, I mean, why, why the fuck not? Why wouldn't everyone be doing that? Well, that, that's what I'm asking. Is <laughs> why would everybody be doing that? There's got to be a reason. Because I mean, you see online universities. Right. That, that is a thing, but they never take off. Well, they never become huge. You see the online universities, and I do think there's a lot of people who do use them. But I think the reason why maybe they don't take off as well as something like what I'm describing would is just because – there's, there's usually a very distinct process that these schools go through through online class. So you usually get like this this bullshit. Oh, my hands are so blue from this putty I've been playing with. Oh, wow. <laughs> Look, it I've looks been like jacking you fucking off of massacred fucking smurfs. smurfs. Wow. Yeah, well. 
Okay. But anyways, <laughs> so <laughs> so I, I feel like all of them are set up in the very same way. And I, I think they're set up in the same way based off of regulations, like what we were talking about, where they basically give you some bullshit little social media thing that only the 30 people in the class can access. And you go on there and there's a discussion board usually that you'll discuss on and things like that. But I'm more so talking about just the act of just, just imagine like a YouTube channel, but it's, it's Miss Applegate's YouTube channel. Oh no, I you feel know? you. But I don't know. I I feel like that's where we're going in education. I feel like I don't I don't feel like it's out there yet. I don't feel like there's a YouTube of education yet. I think there's well, online school. I don't think universities will ever go away either because there's a lot more universities really aren't for educating people. They're for making money. And mm-hmm. there's a lot more that goes into universities such as like sports. Uh-huh. Uh if if everything goes online, you just killed sports right. cuz all of the NBA and NFL and NHL and all that, they all get drafted from college right so you take out college sports you just fucking totally shifted all the professional sports right um along with that there's there's political um groups you know Mm -hmm. there's there's like clubs and Mm -hmm. things like that you know that have people move on into politics that have people move on into all kinds of different leadership positions Mm -hmm. um you would lose all of that you have Things where schools build like the Mars rover, uh-huh. um, you know, that was the U of A. That was literally the science classes at the U of A got together, right. got grants, and they built the fucking Mars rover. Things like special projects like that maybe wouldn't go away, but you'd have mm-hmm. to change how they're doing it. Right. Everyone would have to meet up somewhere at a building to put widgets together to build stuff. Well, and I'm not so much saying to get rid of like the universities by any means, because you're right, we do need them for those reasons that you just stated. But what I could see happening is the majority of people, your average student who's maybe going to school for philosophy or for even teaching, right? Mm-hmm. And you would offer those on this YouTube of education and then those kind of universities for sports or whatnot or some of the more grandioso things would be kind of like how private schools are now compared to like public schools, right? You know, mm-hmm. there's much fewer of them, but that you usually go there for specific things or because your IQ is at a certain level or whatever it is. And I would argue that the universities and colleges would kind of do that thing where they they just they just scale down. Well, you and go to focus a private school because things. you pay for it. You don't have to test into a private school or have any kind of credentials. You gotcha. simply have to pay each month, and anyone can go to any private school. Gotcha. Um, same thing with universities. Mm-hmm. You, the only time you have to test in and whatnot right. is if it's a very competitive class. Mm-hmm. If there's more people who want to take the class than space available, right. then you'll have to test in. Or if you want money to do it, if you mm-hmm. want a scholarship or a grant, you'll have to test in. But if you have enough money, you can apply for Yale right. with with whatever grades. And mm. Yale's there to make money, bro. <laughs> right. You, you pay for private schooling. Right. Um, now, there are certain schools, not to toot my own horn or anything, but like the one I went to, University High School, mm-hmm. where it's a public school. Mm-hmm. It gets public funding from tax dollars. However, it is a college prep school. So mm-hmm. you do have to test in to it. Gotcha. Um, and the reason they're able to do that is because there's other options right next to it that are public that you don't have to test into. Mm. University High was literally in the basement of Rincon, which is a public school. Okay. So 
because schooling all has to do with housing. There has to be a certain amount of houses to each school within Mm -hmm. a certain amount of distance. It's all laid out and planned. It's not an accident. So because there was another school available right on top of us, it fit into all the laws, and they were able to put my school in the basement Mm -hmm. and have it be a test-in school. And originally, if you go back far enough in Tucson's history, Mm -hmm. the reason it was actually created was to keep segregation happening. Because, yeah, when they allowed the black kids and the white kids to go to school together, that was Rincon. Rincon is where you were together. But if you had to wink, wink, test in, Uh then they got to choose who passed the test, wink, wink. Right. Well, it just so happens only white kids pass the test. Mm. So they were able to stay segregated, but technically legal. So there's a lot of that bullshit that goes into schooling as well. Schooling right. is really not created to educate the population. No, it's a business. It's really not. It's a business. Which is sad. It should be. Yeah. Um, but that's not how we use it. So yeah, we have very poor schooling. <laughs> what do you What do you think? Uh, what do you think will happen to education, like our education system here in America, with with like what's currently going on with you know tuition prices and just as you said it's not you know education it's a business do you think it's going to reach a peak one point and people are going to get sick of it and the schooling system is going to crash or change dramatically or do you think it's just going to keep going as it is and people are just going to get dumber because they can't afford school i think that it will change on accident Mm -hmm. so i think that at a certain point the pendulum will swing so far to the right Uh uh-huh to the the conservative side that people will, regardless of actual logic or any kind of fact, just emotionally they will vote much more left. It's it's Um, funny you brought up uh, conservatism because the the big argument right now is that the liberals are the ones ruling over the colleges and Yes, but they're not the ones that are in power right now. Gotcha. Okay. So I'm talking about the power. I'm talking about the presidency, the seat of power, the Congress, the House. So as that swings more the other way, Uh I think the other side, regardless of fact or logic or statistics, will promise something grandiose. Mm. And what what you'll either get right now, the two options, is you're either going to get some kind of universal income, Mm -hmm. which will be um, quote unquote free money Uh each month, or you'll get free schooling everything below the university level. Mm. And at that point is when you'll start to see the change in schooling. Um, But it'll be on accident. It won't be because everyone says, we need better schools, let's do it. It will be, here's what we're willing to offer you, so you vote for us. And inevitably, it just switches. We we get so sick of one side of policies that we just emotionally vote for the other side. Right. Um, So I think that's what's going to end up happening with the schooling. I don't think that anytime soon we're going to band together as Americans and say we need a higher level of education and we're willing to right. pay for it. I do not think you'll see that in the next 10 years. No. Well, I wasn't necessarily referring to like the level of education that's offered. I guess I was more so uh, referring to like the tuition costs and everything. Or do you think we're going to get to a point to where maybe somebody's going to come out and say, let's let's make education free or let's make it a lot cheaper? Or do you think we're just going to keep they, seeing soaring tuition? No, they will on the community college level. Yeah. I think community college will end up being uh, subsidized okay. by the government. It'll be free. Okay. 
but, well, it won't be free. <laughs> You'll still pay in taxes, folks. <laughs> You're paying whether you go to college or not. Nothing's free. Um, but it will quote unquote be free. Um, with the price, but you won't see, if anything, universities will continue to go up in price. Yeah. Because with the university, the higher price they make it, the more inconvenient it is for the average Joe to become part of the guild. Right. Um, they, it's better if there's less influential people because that means each influential person holds more influence. Mm-hmm. They get a bigger piece of the influence pie. Right. So if you have all of these regular income slash low income people who are able to go in and get a piece of that pie, if they uh-huh. have opportunity to get there, then they're going to eat up a chunk of that pie. And the people who got there not on their own merit, but mm-hmm. who got there on money, will have less influence. They get a smaller piece of the influence pie. Mm. So the more people with merit that they can kick out of that system or keep out of that system, the more power they control. Inevitably, it's just math. Right. So if they can make it, if it's $100,000 a year to go to Yale, okay, Mm -hmm. you could pull it together as a family and get your kid into Yale. But if it's a million dollars a year, no amount of pulling it together you could possibly muster is going to get you $4 million to make it through four years of Yale. It's impossible. However, the rich kids will still be able to go to Yale. And they will inevitably get the ticket into that guild, which is the degree. Right. I know it sounds very jaded, but a lot of it truly is. Mm -hmm. Um, The university system is not run on merit. It's run on a point system. Right. The more points you get, the more points you pay for, the better ticket you have in that guild. Right. You know, you go from a bachelor's degree to a master's degree to a doctor's degree. It's just Mm -hmm. a higher ticket in the guild. So the only reason that I would think it's wrong is because I'm not on that side of the grass. I'm on this side of the grass. So obviously (laughs) you should open it up to us. But if I was on that side of the grass, you almost have to keep it as sparse as possible Mm -hmm. because that's... That's how you keep from chaos happening. There's yeah. too many people making decisions. You can't get anywhere. Right. It's just kind of a hard fact. It's been going on since the medieval times, guys. <laughs> I'm not inventing anything here. <laughs> it's, I don't know. Just my opinion. Young and, <laughs> Young and dumb. Young and dumb. Young and dumb and idiots, ladies and gentlemen. Ed- <clears throat> education's such a... That's such a, it's such a hard topic to talk about sometimes just because of, well, just the reasons you said. There's, there are a lot of gray areas. It's the number one exist, resource to you know? knowledge. Yeah. Knowledge truly is power. Do you think there, do you think the process of uh, constantly raising tuition that the way they are is a means of dumbing down the people? Do you think there's some grand conspiracy to dumb down the people by uh, lessening our education? No, not dumb down, mm-hmm. just keep opportunity away from Mm, exactly what I just said right it's it's about controlling the amount of each piece of the pie Mm. because inevitably you have more and more humans over time right so the pie is already going to get chopped up finer and finer just because there's more people around Mm -hmm. so you have to well you don't have to but they choose to take every means necessary to influence the pie do you think that's important to do or do you think that they should uh, give everybody a piece of the pie. Well, of course I believe that everyone should get a piece of the pie, but, but I know that 
if you have an educated population, uh-huh. it's a lot harder to trick them. It's a lot harder to lie to them. Right. It's a lot harder to be voted into a place of power as mm-hmm. a politician and not actually know what you're doing. Right. Um, when people read at an eighth grade level, mm-hmm. it's much easier to influence them. And True. on average, the country of America reads on an eighth grade level. Right. Um, so yeah, it's very scary to influential people to have an educated populace. Yeah. Very scary. Uh, you have to actually know what you're doing. Yeah. How sad that that's how it is here in America. I think Finland. Is it sad though? It's really. I don't. I don't think it's sad. I really don't. Why? Because there's still opportunity. You could yeah. still fight and get a piece of that pie. Right. I just. I don't think the influence pie should be easy to get a piece of. Yeah, I think that's only true. the people who want it the most should fucking get a piece of it. Yeah. Because once you're there, there's a lot of expectation. You're representing all of us. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's capitalism at its finest. It's gotten but, us this far, dude. We're the most powerful country in, on the planet. Yeah. Well, and I agree to, and I agree with that to an extent. It's just the, but I I feel like you don't have to make tuition. Like you can make tuition expensive, but I don't think you have to make it as expensive as it is right now to get that effect. You know what I mean? I feel like there's this fear complex in regards to the higher ups, as you were saying, making sure not everybody gets, you know, a piece of the pie to where they're just constantly raising and raising and raising and raising the tuition prices. And then before you know it, no one's getting a piece of the pie and that's not good for them either because that's how people get sick of it and revolt eventually. Maybe not for years and years and years and years, but well, they don't even have to revolt. It's just, that's, those kind of things fall, the responsibility falls on the shoulders of the voters. Right. That's our fault mm-hmm. for not voting in people who represent us correctly. Yes. And that, again, could be because we never had a chance because they didn't educate us properly <laughs> to yeah. learn about it. But there's a little bit of personal responsibility. Yeah. Um, you shouldn't expect someone to educate you. Mm-hmm. You should educate yourself. True. Um, and yeah, we drop the ball as voters. So we are being represented the way that we have openly chosen to be represented, which is not at all. We have totally given the government that power. 100%. They didn't take any of it. We gave all of it to them. Well, and as they say also, if you want education, you know, there's libraries everywhere, right? <laughs> I mean, not yeah. going to teach you how to do surgery, but <laughs> if you, you want to find it on YouTube. Yeah, right. You know, <laughs> practice on your practice on your younger sibling. <laughs> like, um, Katie, come here. I need to do something. Well, that was that was a hell of a conversation. <laughs> that was a hell of a conversation. <laughs> All right. We're, we're actually at time here too. It's probably a good place oh, to stop. Yeah, let's, let's probably stop while we're ahead. Yeah, there you go. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. We always appreciate the listeners. Uh, remember, you can follow us on all of the social media accounts, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. That is about to expand a little bit. We'll tell you a little bit more about that as the time comes. Uh, We do have a second update in the works that we're going to have up to you uh, pretty soon here, definitely before the start of April. So stay tuned for that. And uh, any final thoughts, Matthew? Thanks for listening to us, Rat. We appreciate it. (laughs) And uh, we'll do it again for you tomorrow. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Love (laughs) you. Bye.